Alexa, what is the baddest podcast in the land? Here's Pulling Back the Curtain podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. On today's show, we pull back the curtain on the Supreme Court role and reverse it, Roe versus Wade, and much, much more. Press was popping, baby. Jules, man, this has been a very interesting week. Audience, okay. we got a lot to talk about in this show. But Jules, I'm feeling good, man. I was out, out of town, as you know, last weekend, man. Had some good weather. I heard y'all got rained on all weekend last yeah, weekend. Yeah, still getting it. <laughs> I know. I thought it would have went. The, I thought it would have went away, man. I'm like, good lord, what's going on here? No, nah, it, it, it waited on you. It said, no, nah, Press. When you come back from that that, <laughs> that, 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 the good weather out there in Vegas, come on back to this rain, man. Come on back to reality. <laughs> I hate every minute of it. I swear to God, dude. <laughs> Man, you good, bro? What's been going on, man? I ain't hollering at you, man, because like like you said, man, I was out there covering the draft. It was a really cool experience, but I was glad to be back, man. I was exhausted when I got back. I had to I had to make sure I was staying hydrated down there. But I'll tell you one thing, Jules. I didn't get back till like 2 a.m. Monday morning. I was mm. fucking tired, bro. Tired. Man, I, know was, I know you was whoop, boy. Man. Man. I know you was whoop. And then that flight too, that jet lag. Man. Oh. And dude, I was right up, up 7 a.m. go to work. I'm like, man, all right. No rest for the weary, as my grandmother nope. used to always say. Man, dude, that's some wisdom right there. And you can't, <laughs> it's like, what else can you do? You, man, just keep on trucking, I guess, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I say, no, no, everything good. Everything good on my end, man. I know I sent you, you know, I, had to, I sent you the pictures of my uh, my niece, Jada, on her, her and her prom date. I know you got to look at Alan. So, I, I did. Now I got some thoughts. <laughs> now you described him as kind of like a nerd type and this and that. He must have put on his Stefan Urkel because dude had a little swag in that picture. I ain't trust him. When I saw that look in his eye, I was like, sir, <laughs> you look like you were up to no good. Dude, I had to do. I told, I said, Alan, you, you, you cleaned through kind of nice, huh? <laughs> yeah, he was, he was, he was sharp. I was like, all right, okay. And you also, know. wait, before, before we talk about Alan though. Oh, okay. Okay. Denise. Beautiful man, that dress. Man, appreciate oh, you, man, brother. Beautiful. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yeah, she was. She's like a little princess, boy. Little princess. I was like, man, I can't. I said, I remember I used to run around with her in the house on my arm, on one arm, just, 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 just curling her. And now she going on. Yeah, now she going on prom and work. And I like to congratulate her. She picked a HBCU college to go next semester. And uh, or she's coming up uh, in Ohio, well, in Ohio course. Central, Central, Central. Yeah, yep, yep. Okay, yeah. man, prayers, hey. prayers on it, boy. Yeah, oh, exactly. Man, I know what's up. Hey, congratulations, niece. <laughs> so I'm real proud of her, man. I'm just, I'm just all smiles over here. Hey, the proud of Hey, coach and wife. Congrats to y'all too. Man, mm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, back so, to Allen. Yeah. Back to Allen. <laughs> back to Allen. Okay. So did you have a talk with him or what? Yeah, yeah. I pulled him aside. I said, what's going on afterwards? And he said, nah, it's just a there's a little after after set. I said, after set, huh? Uh-huh. And he was like, he said, he looked at me, he said, don't worry. He said, don't worry. Everything, everything gonna be cool. I said, you're gonna bring it back just the way she left, right? She said, I will, or what will happen? And then I, I looked over there at, a, at, a, at Monster. I said, you don't, want, you don't want me to get him after you, do you? He said, no. <laughs> no, nobody wants them problems. <laughs> he, he said, no worry. He said, he said, I'm scared of your niece. And I was like, all right, cool. Go ahead, go ahead, have fun. There you go. Did she, so how did she say it was? Did she? Did you talk? She said to it was her cool. Course? You know okay. what? The prom was only three hours. That's it. Yeah, it was only three hours for some reason because I was still over at the house, and she came back. But then, group of her girls, they had like a little. One of the girls had had a sleepover, so they went went over there. All the girls went over there. I don't know what I don't know what kind of stuff they had going. I was like, oh okay. So there was no after okay. set. So she didn't go to the after set. So she didn't go to the Allen to the after set. She went with her girls right. to the sleepover. Yeah. Or so that's the story that she told. But, right. That's the st- <laughs> Hey, you know what? Hey, friends, I'm looking at them. I told, I said, Jada, come on, have a seat. I said, where you about to go? I said, do, we, do your parents know where she at? Where her address, her, her parents and stuff? Oh, we sound, sound like an old man. But I said, but. Yeah, but, you do. <laughs> <laughs> but I told her, I said, I said, we'll just make sure you all, just make sure you all good and stuff. You know, I said, see, boy's going to be there. She said, no, because she was, and I, all right. I said, you want me to come over there, D? And that, <laughs> Then I point. I pointed to something on my hip. I said, "Do you need one of these?" And she said, "Get out of here!" <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, dude, I'm glad she had a good time. I'm glad that Alan behaved himself. Like I said, they look very nice. I looked at Alan. I said, "Man, this guy don't look like the nerd that Jules told me about." I was like, "Huh." I said, "I can't wait to get on this show and, and, and inquire more about Alan and, and, the, and the time that they had together." So it sounded like it was all good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing to worry about. It was all good. There you go. There you go. Well, I love to hear that, man. Well, let's get into this show. Okay. Audience, as I mentioned, we got a jam-packed show, and you guys hit us with some topics and questions this week. My Lord, me and Jules, we got so much to talk about. So we're going to get right into it. Our fair or foul this week, Jules, comes over from Vic from Kenner, Louisiana. And what Vic wanted to know was, fair or foul, or Pete Davidson getting a tattoo of Kim Kardashian's children. So initials that he put on his body for her children. I, I call it foul, Chris. Mm-hmm. I call it foul because, bro, you just met this girl two minutes. <laughs> and now you got tattoos on her, uh, tattoos of her kids on your body. I, I, I don't know these people, Chris, but... You you must have some hellified feelings, or like listen, man, this is the one to do that. I mean, some other man's children, right? Talk I, to I, him, Jules. I that those is damn near. I don't want to be. We gonna, we gonna have to have a have a conversation. I'll say that because then then you expose that on social media and, and people know what's going. On. Dude, don't don't do that, man. I, well, I mean, it's already done, but I mean. I call it foul. I think it's more of a shot at Kanye than anything. Yeah, I didn't appreciate that's it. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's I didn't appreciate thinking. it. I didn't appreciate it. I'm right. with you, man. Listen, it's his body. He can do whatever he wants True. with his body. True. Kim is his woman. Mm-hmm. But them are Kanye's fucking kids, yo. Right. If that were me, that shit would piss me off, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. It would piss me off. 
I'm like, what we doing? You getting real comfortable around my goddamn kids over here. Right. Like, you don't do no shit like that when the father's there. Now, we've talked that nauseam about, okay, Kanye's got some opportunities to be better as a human being. But from all I've heard about him as a father, hey, people say he's a stand-up dad as far as taking care of them kids. So what you trying to do, Pete? Yeah, I, I don't... I, I don't... I... If you know, you're like you said, Chris, it's hard for me to get my words because I'm sitting there and Kanye, I'm pitching myself in Kanye's shoes, thinking about what I'm gonna do to this man. Bruh. So, Bruh. dude, I'm just sitting here just trying to get my words together. But don't use those kids to to play to play games with this. This is not time. This is this is not that, no, that's not cool. That's not cool. Now, if you love this woman, fine. And and if you love the children, fine. But and and do and if you get the, the the initials on your body, fine. But to to broadcast it, bro, you know, I I wouldn't do that. I mean, I wouldn't say if you drew if you generally love those kids that like like listen, I'm you know, Kanye. We I know who your father is and stuff, but I'm gonna treat you and respect you and your mother, you know, with the utmost respect and love. Okay, cool. But I wouldn't broadcast this. No, you know what I'm saying. It, it's no, no need. I, why, why would you do that? But when, when you put it out like that, then it's like, okay, I'm gonna take a shot at Kanye. That's that's how I look at it, man. I might be wrong, but that's just what it seemed like. And and just <laughs> real quick on that, Jules, I just thought that was kind of tacky. Just the whole situation, mm-hmm. getting the tattoo, broadcasting it. It's just it shows a lack of respect for the father. Right. You know what right. I mean. What if Kanye, one of his little females that he be out here with, did something like that? I'm sure Kim would have felt some mm-hmm. kind of way about that. Oh, she would. She would. So, a female female put the, put her uh, kids' names her on kids? her body. Right. Her kids that she delivered? Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. See, and you know what? As you brought that up, Perez, Kim should have stepped in and said, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. He already put a tattoo or something with Kim on his body. Cool. Keep it there. That's your girl. Cool. Mm-hmm. Fine. Mm-hmm. But you went too far with that with the kids now. I'm sorry. I call yeah, major no, foul on that one, Vic. Yeah, kids are off limits, man. I don't, and I don't have a problem with P. Diddy. Like the brother's talented, he's funny, but dude, some things are just nah, man. Don't even, don't even Doing get, too much. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I'm with you. I ain't got no problem with the man either, man. But you leave kids out of it now. Kids ain't no pawns for you to right. try to prove a point about whatever the fuck. Hmm. Oh, good luck to good luck to them people. I don't know what to, I don't know what to say, but I, I just just watch out for Kanye. Watch your back, Pete. I mean, because you know, a reaction is coming from Kanye very soon, right? Because those right there, like you said, Prince, I'm trying to keep it PC. We'll just have a we'll just have a conversation. I'll just keep it that. <laughs> Pete just better watch himself. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. It'll be like the Mike Tyson incident. You gonna put my, put my initial on your my, my kids' initials on your neck, huh? It'd be one of those, man. Again, Mr. Tyson uh, <laughs> is back to his shenanigans from last week. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. I want to make sure that you understand who is saying what on this show, Mr. Tyson. Again. <laughs> Mr. Tyson. Right, let's get into these mailbag oh, questions. Okay. <laughs> the first one comes over from Roderick from Chicago's Aubrey Gresham neighborhood, Jules. 
And this question right here is probably the one that so many people want us to talk about anyway. What did you guys make of the Dave Chappelle attack? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh -hoo. I bet you that boy woke up like, damn, what was I thinking? <laughs> Shit. You see that dazed and confused look on his <laughs> on that face when he's on that stretcher? Got yeah. arm all twisted sideways. I was like, hey, your arm is be facing that way. <laughs> Dude, that elbow was pointing the other it's not it's not made it's not made that way no bro no bro they tuned him up they tuned him up what he was popping some hella fire molly or something i don't know what he's on but you know what that's what he get <laughs> that's what he get i don't blame will for the whole thing but he put a he put a spark to this thing because ever since then there's been a few few incidents where comedians was up there you know giving you know doing that thing and somebody interrupt them or come on stage listen i don't want to blame will but he made this shit popular now that right doing this that's shit. what i'm saying it was a spark yep. yep so you know but that's how you handle it so people get the idea no nah, i might get my ass whooped. and that dude get <laughs> what's his what that boy named isaiah something i think i forgot isaiah lee yeah that's either well i know he woke up <laughs> Bro, like I tell you, I looked at that man's face and his body. I was like, bro, was that shit worth that? Uh, right. Because you got stomped the fuck out, bro. Even uh, Dave went back there and stomped on dude. his ass. And then they had made fun of it. Chris Rock got on there. So what's that Will Smith? Oh, my God. I couldn't believe what, I couldn't believe what Chris Rock said. He said, what's that Will Smith? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe that when he said that shit. That shit had me done. Now, I am going to call foul on the fact, though, with our brother Dave okay. Chappelle saying that was a trans man. I oh. don't like that part of things. I did not like that, Jules, because you know he's got this whole issue that's been going back and forth for him and the trans community. Yeah, yeah. And he talked about it on his special, how Daphne was his friend and how his right. friend killed, killed herself and this and that. So immediately after the situation, I know it's jokes audience, I know. However, though, he kind of fanned the flames a little bit, in my opinion. Because the guy wasn't even trans. He was just an idiot Trump supporter. <laughs> he said he wasn't even trans. Oh. I, right. I, I'm sitting up there. I thought, could it have been? Because we didn't, at the time, we didn't know. We didn't know. <laughs> so. But, it's, but so that's why you don't just throw stuff out right. there like that, even if it's a joke, right? Because this is my whole thing. Now, hear me out, Jules, and I want to okay. get your thoughts on this. Now, what if. That person was a trans individual. You call that shit out there. Now you got people that's Dave Chappelle supporters like, oh, a trans person tried to attack Dave Chappelle. Now we got to go attack the trans mm, community. Fair. That's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, ooh. That's the way of looking outside the box. Right. Right. Because you kind of created, you, you created this division is when you, when you, when you single out a, a, a particular group. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, I see what you're talking about. I hell shit, I didn't even pay that no attention. It was uh, it was that trans man. What 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 was it? So yeah, but it was just some some like you say some idiot. So, yeah, just a dumbass. Yeah, dumbass. Yeah, learned. So, like you said, yeah. they learned. <laughs> well, he learned the hard way. I, I, I don't mind getting. <laughs> I don't mind getting some construction or criticism or feedback. But now I don't need no ass whooping to get the. I don't get need no ass whooping. Now. I don't need no ass whooping. <laughs> You see this dude in the circle. That was like some old gang violation type stuff. They right, got going he got on. violated, didn't he? 
They put him 30 seconds in a circle. Bro, Buster Rhymes, Jamie Foxx was back there, tooted his ass up. And then Dave was like, no, nah, no. Nah. He said, we got to tenderize him real quick. I was like, oh, shit. He stopped his show to go fuck somebody up. That shit was crazy to me. And Dick came back and said, he, he wanted, he, he, uh, what did he say? He, 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 it's been 30 or 40 years, something like that. And they said he wanted to do that on stage or something like that. He said it was stupid. Yeah, man. it was and something was like, stupid. Oh, yeah. But my, my only my only pushback on Dave was just the fact that he tried to identify who the person was. But I will say this. People, if y'all listen to this show, y'all think it's funny to heckle a comedian, go jump on stage on a comedian, don't do that shit. Enjoy mm-hmm. the show, go home. Right. Because what Will Smith did. Will Smith should have got his ass whooped for what he did. Yeah, you, you're absolutely right. That should have been Will over that circle. Right. But no, Will was able to go back and sit down in his seat, right. laugh at right. jokes, get consoled, and then get an Oscar. See? Yeah, yeah. Will was an anomaly. That was an anomaly. That, that don't happen. Hell no. After you just slapped the shit out of somebody? Uh-uh. No. See, listen. This is my whole thing. Chris Rock played that shit so cool and calm. Because he looked like the good guy in this whole situation. Right, right. And he was the one to make the fucked up joke. But he looks like the good guy. Meanwhile, Will over here getting canceled from this, canceled from that. I'm like, Will, was it worth it, bro? At the end of the day, man, right. Prez, you absolutely. Damn. At the end of the day, was it? Was it? And then, at, check, at insult the entry, that your woman said, I ain't, I ain't want him to go up there and do that. See? And See, then she, she threw you under the bus, like. Threw your ass under the bus while she was over there smirking when you did the shit, though. Right. Want one. Thanks a lot, Jada. Yeah, right. <laughs> but no, like, dude, y'all just got to stop with these getting jumping on stage. That guy, I mean, man, that was a hell of a tackle. He looked like a, who was the wrestler that used to do that shit, Jules? They used to uh, fucking, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, you, you, was it? Because he tried to speak. I tried to do he a spear. So that Goldberg, Goldberg, Goldberg used, yes. Goldberg used to do that spear, but no. Yeah, he tried to go, but you know what? Dave, to be honest, Dave is solid because it took a little bit for Dave to get down to the ground. Because mm-hmm. dude had to run and start. Now, now, Press, let me ask you something because you was a hell, you was a hell of five football prayer player. What did, what do you think about that that that, that kind of that spear type tackle, man? What you, you get? I give him a seven because he didn't wrap up. He didn't wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if I would have came in, I would have came in, and, and Dave would have he would have moved something. He would have moved oh. something. <laughs> yeah, he ain't rap, so yeah, he, he almost seemed like get yeah, bounced off Dave. He bounced, yeah, because you saw Dave like slipped out of there. I'm like, no, nah, if you wrapped up properly, Dave would have went down. He would have went down real easily, real easily. <laughs> it was crazy, man. When that dude got up and he was ran off, I was like, oh, they gonna fuck his ass up, and they sure did. Oh my goodness. Uh, uh, uh. Such nastiness. <laughs> I just don't get it, bro. Like, just enjoy the show. Uh, you paid uh, money to get your ass whooped. Well, too. <laughs> <laughs> you got a well whoop one. <laughs> Tenderize his ass, didn't they? You know, we're not, we not gonna, we're not gonna send him. We're just gonna pepper him a little bit, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna pepper him. And Jules, you know those security guards and the bodyguards? Mm. Listen, bro, I've been to these clubs. Them motherfuckers be chomping at the bit. They be waiting for a moment like that shit, bro. Well, it is probably over there drooling on him. Man. <laughs> oh, they was stomping a fucking hole on that motherfucker, bro. Don't give these people no ammunition, y'all. Uh-uh. No, no, sir. Mm-mm. 
I ain't got nothing else on though. <laughs> yeah, 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 you do. You ain't kidding. You ain't kidding. And them bodyguards that said it all. Bro, that pitcher said it all too. It sure did. Like I said, when I saw him in that stretch of his arm all bent, I'm like, yeah, they fucked your ass up. Dude. I wonder what was going through his mind at that moment. <laughs> I, I I shouldn't have got my ass on that stage. <laughs> hey, because and then I love it how the press is like, yeah, he was transported to the to the hospital with, with minor with, with minor injuries. I'm looking yeah, like minor. Minor. His arm ain't supposed to be fucking bent and twisted like that. Look at his face. Yeah, I'm a damn pumpkin head. <laughs> Bro, he was swollen up like Barton. Man. He was all swollen up like Barton. Good Lord. Well, lesson, lesson learned. Lesson learned, like your boss would say, right? Yep, lesson learned. <laughs> all right, the next question comes over from Samantha from Chicago's Logan Square area. And she said, would either of you ever go visit a plantation? Mm. I had to think about this one. And actually, I would. I'm trying to think how I ever. Actually, I would because just the... Stand out there and just close my eyes and just see if, and just see if I can just feel, you know, the ancestors mm. and what they went through and just keep that in mind and keep that and take that with me. Like they struggle so I can have a better uh, opportunity, a better life and just just hold on to that. that that'll probably be the main reason why I would visit the uh, plantation. Yeah, Jules, actually, it was the time that this question was kind of interesting because I actually recently visited one. Oh, okay. I was down in Louisiana, and I will say this. Uh, it was a surreal experience, and it's something that I think all people of color should do. The only problem that I had with when I was on that plantation was I felt like the people, when they were given the tour, Jules, they kind of whitewashed the whole situation. And what I mean by that, they focused more on the slave owners and the rich family. Mm, okay, gotcha. Then they did the enslaved people that made those people rich. And I thought that it was important for, I thought it would have been more impactful, Jules, if they would have spent more time expressing the fact of how these people became rich and who the real people were behind their riches. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a missed opportunity. But however, to answer the question, Samantha, obviously, yes. And I would go see another one because that is where our, our ancestors walked. That's why our ancestors, ancestors gave blood, sweat, and tears. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think it's important for all of us to humble ourselves and understand where we were. See, a lot of us are out here in these streets now. We're selfish. We don't, we don't do the things to help each other out like those people did. Those people, all they had was each other. Right. They dealt with such cruelty that you and I couldn't even fathom, Jules. They had each other. Mm -hmm. We out here with all this opportunity. And some of us are squandering that opportunity every day. Mm. And I know I'm getting off track, but Samantha, when I was there, I just felt like a spirit in me. I'm like, God, man, I'm like, my people suffered on these same grounds that we that we're walking around right now. I'm freely that I'm freely walking around on right now. Mm -hmm. They weren't free, Jules. You know what I mean? Man, well, you, that's why it's good to know your history. Where did mm -hmm. you come from? What happened? Because, like we said, man, if they didn't give their lives, their ultimate sacrifice was their lives. 
so we wouldn't have to be in this situation in these, you know, these predicament. You gotta pay homage to these people, man, because they they gave their they gave their lives so we can be free, man. And 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 you're right, man. The one that you went to, man, need to focus more on the people, the, the, you know, our ancestors, the black people that made these people rich. Now, of course, okay, get the history of the, of the family, but right. no, man, no, you 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 gotta give you gotta you, you gotta talk about these people that that gave their lives for. For, for so, so 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 these people yeah. get get rich. I mean, I mean, and we talked about that last week with generational wealth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and, exactly, man. And I think that's probably why Samantha asked the question. Probably just mm-hmm. because it piggybacks off of what we talked about last week. One story that I want to share from this plantation. So there were 121 individuals that lived there that were slaves. Okay, and they told the stories about how there were different classes. So you obviously know about the house slaves versus the field slaves. The field slaves were treated very badly. They lived in substandard conditions while the house slaves had the benefit of being able to go to the big house. They had nicer clothes, all that kind of shit. That was the Mm -hmm. early division within our race, Jules, that people don't want to talk about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that colorism. Yeah, it's a a thing now. It's a thing. It's a a thing. It's a mother. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. But the point that I was going to make is I went by this one part of the exhibit and they talked about they had these women called washer women. And so they had this big ass iron casket or iron, uh, like an iron, like a little big ass iron. I don't know what you would call it, like a big cylinder. Well, like a anywhere. Like a so, tub. Okay. Yeah, big iron tub. Okay. And what their job was to do was to make soap. So they had lye and all these chemicals. And they would pour these chemicals into this thing and they would have to try to get the line to harden to make the soap where they can wash the clothes. But their arms and everything are in that mixture with the chemicals. So what they said in the exhibit was these women, because of the chemicals, their arms and everything got marked up and they were just, you know, basically, all for lack of better words, their skin and everything started to become pretty stretched and very thin. Mm. And that was the markers of you knew, okay, that's a washerwoman because look at her arms. The chemicals pretty much eat away in her skin. And reading through that, I'm sitting up here like, ain't this a bitch? They have to go through all this to wash some damn clothes. And you got nasty ass people out here in this world now. You can't fucking get them to goddamn run up goddamn washer. Yeah, right. And and you didn't even get to put your hands in that. You just throw the clothes in there and put the uh, soap in there. That's it. They, yeah, they get pods now. You just throw in there. Just throw it in there. They do the work for you. You can't even do that. Hey, what we doing? Anyway, Samantha, you know how I get off all these tangents. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, that's fair, man. Dude, yeah. Prayers, like I said, man, I work, I work in the public. I work in the streets. You see that and shit. You know exactly man, what I'm talking about. He's some nasty some people these, out here. Dude, going in some of these houses, stopping some of these people in the street, and it's like, right, you can go, man. I don't even want to touch you. Just go ahead. <laughs> you like, bro, you don't take no kind of pride in yourself. Like, what are you doing? Look at you. Man. You stink. Yeah. Hygiene's important. It is. It is. I guess not to, not the soap. Not the soap. Not, not the soap. But no, man, I just thought about that with the washerwomen. I was looking at the, the field slaves, their quarters, and it's that small-ass room. You got four people in a small-ass room. Like, probably no bigger jewels than, like, a bathroom. Mm. You got four people living in there. I'm glad you said I'm glad you spoke on it because I, I never heard of it. I never heard that. 
Mm-hmm. They had washers and then the, the, the dye and stuff they used, it was eating the skin. I never heard of yeah. that, man. It was crazy, man. It was crazy. Just hearing those stories, bro. And I, like I said, man, don't whitewash history. Tell it like it is. Like you know, and, that, and that's my whole thing that my whole problem, Jules, is like they're trying to ban all this stuff from the schools. Let's tell it like it is. This should happen. <laughs> right, it's, right, right, right. We talked about this. It's It's part of history now. Yeah, it's part of history, it's part of American history. So yeah, you have to talk. You know, you have to talk about it, and there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, this was hey, this what happened. Yeah, but can't duck it. Can't duck yeah. it. Yeah. All right, Jules. Before we get into our episode here, our last question. It comes from Floyd from Bronzeville here in Chicago, and he wants to know, what do you think about the Chicago Bears draft? Prez, I know you're gonna be. Uh, I'm definitely let you let you get on that because I listened to you guys, you and A Dub, and uh, you guys talked about the draft and what 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 Ryan did. We had five picks, but ended up stretching it to eleven. I think you guys said. Yes, sir. Uh, I was working. I didn't get a chance to look at the uh, the draft, but I know we got some key uh, players on the defense secondary. At the, I believe that's right. Yes, sir. And some man that listens to the show, y'all. You hear that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, you guys, boy, you guys do your thing over there. You a dub, boy. Um, uh, I just can't wait till we get those pieces uh out there in the, on on the field because Justin and you know uh Montgomery, we gonna we gonna need that, and then we just kind of uh, beef up that defense a little bit. Well, I think we'll be okay. Uh, this year I'm not expecting expecting uh too much. Right. You know, not expecting too much, but uh, better than the last season. I'll just say that. But with the draft picks that Ryan Poles were able, able to do, man, I, 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 mm, I think I, that is skilled uh, grade. I, I mean, I guess a B. It's a B. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's a fair grade. I think that was the grade that uh, that, that I gave him too. Yeah, now, I believe so. Now, 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 Dub, if you listen to this show. And a lot of people call foul on your grading system because you remember that in that show, Jules. He gave he it was, a. A he C- was giving C- all the pick C's. Then all of a sudden at the end, I'm like, how'd you grade the draft? He's like a B. I mean, was, you, was you grading on the damn curve? <laughs> C's everything like, i just give you a B. Yeah, I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, what kind of school you go to where C's become B's? Man, I wouldn't mind going there, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Sound like Alabama. I don't know. But anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You know, you, hey, audience, y'all know I go after Dub. I can't help it, man. I, I can't help it. <laughs> he said, what the dude, though? <laughs> boy, you a fool. Boy, we got a great oh, system man. this year, boy. I'm like, I hope your old kids don't go to no school like that, Dub. Jesus <clears throat> Christ. <laughs> oh, man. All season, all of a sudden. Oh, you're, you're student on the road. What? Uh, just for participating. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> just showing up. Just, just like the rest of this world for the fucking participation awards and shit. Anyway, mm. I'm not going to get into that on this episode. Floyd, do you want okay. to know about the draft? Jules told you everything in a nutshell. Ryan Poles turned five draft picks into 11. While he didn't help Justin Fields as much as I would have liked with getting him weapons, mm-hmm. I thought that he really upgraded that secondary. And I thought mm-hmm. that he did pretty good with that offensive line and getting some veteran, I mean, not veteran, getting some death pieces in there. So I thought overall, 
I thought he did pretty well for his first draft. I mean, because you got to think about it, man. There were so many holes on this roster that he has to fix. So basically getting 11 picks and adding Dude. that number of, of, of talent to the team, wow. Dude, and and I've seen we've been signing some um, – Yeah, oh, drafting guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A couple receivers, I believe. Yeah, we got a couple. We yeah, got a couple. I'm not sure how they pan out, but I mean, uh, you know what they what they come with. I, I but uh, he's still doing still doing stuff. So, man, my man said he said he come to work and he man he ain't playing. He's not. He's not. And I love that. They say he slept overnight at Hallis Hall. So you know yeah, he put in that, that work. Yep. Yeah, he put in that work. So I respect the King Pose, and this is. My one thing, Floyd, that it kind of pisses me off. This fan base, this Bears fan base, they're kind of fucking weirdos sometimes. So Ryan Pace was in this role for, what, four or five seasons, Jules? Uh-huh. Messed everything up. People sat up here and apologized for his errors. They apologized for that Trubisky over fucking Mahomes mm. and, and Deshaun Watson shit. Just Everything he did, everybody found a way to, oh, oh, he has success in the middle rounds. So what? He fucked up where it mattered. Ryan Pohl's been on the job for three months and people waiting for a reason to, 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 to pounce on him. Give that man the same amount of fucking time that y'all gave Ryan Pace. Let him right. do his job. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, let's, like, like I said, we're not, even though I would like to get a Super Bowl next year, but if we can't, cool. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not banking on it. I just. I just want a better season than last season. I just want a, a good Bears be, become a good football team. That's and that's the, all I the, want. And to see Justin Fields take that it, next exactly, step. Exactly. Exactly. Because you have teams that have done it. Uh, damn the Bengals. Look at the Bengals. No shit. They went to the Look Super at Bowl. some of these teams, man. <laughs> the Bengals had losing had losing season after losing season. Yep. And look where they at, man. That's what I want for the Bears, man. The Bengals were a laughing stock. Right. But look at what they did. So it's possible, Jules. And it works KG. Anything is possible. Anything. Yeah, right. As you as you rip your shirt to the side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as you rip this. <laughs> rip your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Facts though, but facts. Yeah, bro. Oh man, you were cool. I love KG. I love KG. Remember when he? Remember when he allegedly told Carmelo that his wife's uh, vagina area smelled like honey nut Cheerios? <laughs> Damn! Uh-huh. No, I forgot about that too. Yeah, that's remember Carmelo was trying to fight Kevin uh, Kevin Garnett. Oh yeah, he made Damn. that car. He was calling her honey nut Cheerios. I wonder well, if KG did something with her if he was just saying that to get a Carmelo's head. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, I mean, or, or did Carmelo get back? Because he was like, "Damn, I thought I was the only one to do she tastes like right. her Cheerios." That's not a bad. That's not a bad taste, there, Perez. <laughs> it ain't. It's just the fact that other people do. <laughs> The goddamn Cheerios. <laughs> Man, your bowl, your spoon, too? Bro, right? Come on now. Ooh. Come on mm. now. Uh. Well, 
Well, well, well, well KG is he was a good for that one. He was a good for that one. I ain't gonna yes, lie to you, bro. Will. Imagine somebody walking up to you saying some shit like that, Jules. You'd be ready to fight, boy. You'd be like, well, what'd you just yeah. say? What? Huh? <laughs> yeah, right? I looked up like, what? Dude, because it's so left field. Yeah, I know, like, what? Who are you talking about? <laughs> you talking about mine like that, bro? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're going to have had that conversation. It would be a, definitely a conversation. Mm-hmm. KG might have he might have looked like that person in that stretcher talking to me like that. I'm like, what? <laughs> Elbow bent up back the other way. Mm-hmm. Head, head all swole. Hey, you won't be able to do that with no Cheerios for a long time, my guy. Mm-mm. No, I'm gonna go to what what's another one? I guess he'll go to some lucky charms or something. Man. <laughs> I mean, I get to, <laughs> Kellogg smacks or something. I don't know. Magically delicious, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but honey nut, not no more. No, 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 no more for you, no sir. Uh-uh. Oh, don't even, man. don't even say that fucking vow. Nope. Just Mm-mm. don't, don't even do it. But anyway, all this, y'all probably tired of us being silly. But we're gonna get into the episode here. So, Jules, in light of this week's events with the Supreme Court, Beth from Joplin, Missouri, wanted you and I to talk about. The Supreme Court voted to strike down the landmark Roe versus Wade decision. Mm. And Jules, I just when I saw this, I'm like, what what is going on? Why why are they so intent on telling a woman what to do with their body? Like, I understand there's a a, a population of people out there that are pro-life. I get that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But at the same time. Why are we putting laws in a place that aren't protecting women's rights? So I'm just I'm gonna kick this over to you, but I just can't understand why the Supreme Court is going after Roe v. Wade. Because it's like all right, Roe v. Wade came out in '73. Yep, came out in '73. Uh, a female, you know, her alias is uh, Jane Roe, and she was pregnant. She was in Texas. She was pregnant at the time. Well, she didn't want the baby. Mm-hmm. So, of course, there was a law where it's illegal to have abortion or whatever the case may be. So, had the baby end up suing, uh, end up suing, and uh, the state's attorney name was Wade. So, that's why he had a road view break. End up winning. Took it all the way to the Supreme Court. You had the Texas court, but they took it all the way to the Supreme Court and they struck down in, in, in 73. Yeah, that, you know, it's uh, the women can, it, it can just like can have an abortion. It's her, her body, her rights. Okay, cool. There was a few years down the road where they try to challenge it and always get struck down. I think in 05, I, I believe what I read. But um, now when I saw this, so it was a draft and it got right. leaked. It got leaked. That's and right. It got leaked. And man, it created a whirlwind. Cause a shit storm. <laughs> yeah. Because women are like, wait, wait, what? Who are. I guess not conservative. I'm not sure. I'm not sure because I don't think it's a conservative or, 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 or liberal type mindset. I don't know because it's all about, hey, no, I'm a woman. This is my body. This is, this is more of a choice. It's a choice. That's it's a right. choice. So mm-hmm. you have people who say, wait, wait, wait a minute. No, how can you, the government, tell me what I can do with my body? Then you have people on the other side. And here's the other side of it where, hey, you know what? 
it's it's a homicide because it's it's life. Then then we go into semantics where if it's a fetus, then it's or or, or it, it, it's after some type so many months or whatever. It's you can't it's it's recognized as a human being or as a fetus, a human being. I I don't know, Brad. I you know I leave all that stuff up to uh you know for for the women. That's my my take on this. Hey, let the women choose. It's their body, right? It's their body. Let them choose. I, me personally, if my wife, you know, had kids and stuff, I, I know she's not going to do the abortion. But let's say something was to, God forbid, something was to happen, and where she didn't want the, you know, the baby and stuff. And I have to go off her, how she feel. Mm-hmm. I can't go off, hey, what the government thinks. Yeah, because fucked up. Right, how she feel, and and be there for her as a support and you know help her out. But when they when they scatter leak as a draft, I don't think press. I I don't think it, me personally. I don't think it's nothing's gonna happen. I, I hope not. I don't know because you got the, the. It all depends on Supreme Court and other stuff. I don't know exactly how that stuff works, but I don't know. Press, when, when I saw that draft though, because I read through it, uh-huh. I'm like, bro, they kind of came in harder after Roe v. Wade. And this is the thing. We know that sometimes justices can't change their opinion. So mm-hmm. there is a situation because of all this backlash that maybe some of them may reverse their, their thought process on it. Man, that's – I hate to be one of the guys that say, hey, Roe v. Roe v. Wade is just what they want to set out, but the real thing they want to do is, is behind behind scenes because it's like, man, why, what's, what's, wrong with giving, what's wrong with having women decide what they want to do with their bodies? Mm-hmm. What's the big picture here? What's the end game? What what else are we talking about? Because they're saying it when it came out, Roe Ro, Ro, Ro v. Wade was protected under the 14th Amendment. Right. So this if this gets reversed, then other things, then the government can go after other stuff to reverse. Well, same-sex marriage or other things, uh, civil rights, you know what I'm saying? So interracial marriage. Interracial marriage. So that's what I'm saying. Is this what is, is are they putting their focus on if they showing us this, but what's what's in the back? What's what, what kind of what kind of cards are they dealing? What kind of hand they have? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, people have to stand, stand firm, stand hard on this one because this get turned around, best believe it's not gonna it's not gonna stop here. It's not gonna stop there. No, they're gonna keep going after other stuff. Yeah. And this is my question to you, Jules. How did she get out? Because this has never happened. Right. No draft decision has ever gotten out like this. Oh, well, you know, somebody, was, it was a woman. <laughs> I tell you that. She it was, was like, uh-uh. She's like, no, nah, they're going to find out about this shit. You know, she, whoever this person is, most likely get fired. But, uh, but, <laughs> but, but I bet you that person take that, go take that fire because, uh, to have a Supreme Court behind closed doors to decide on, hey, we should revise this on women's on women's decision. It's like, wait, you know, hey, no, 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 no. We can't. We'll get it out quick. This person took a stand to get it out. So it, it, it's getting hella fired press. Now they have, they're going to get that pressure. Now mm-hmm. it's pressure. And, bro, you got what? You got what? Three is it three women on that serving on that uh justice board? 
Because you got Katanji, you got the, the Amy, and I've, I've got the, uh, and, and, and Sota. Uh, 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 Sota uh, yeah, Sota Yep. Mm, bro. I don't know. I don't think it's going to get, I don't think it's going to get revised, but man, but just even the talk of it. Oh, and, and there's also uh, Elena Kagan, another uh, female. Oh, okay. Yep. But what were you saying? I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying, I don't think it's going to get revised. I don't even know why they even talking about this. It's other stuff they need to, need to address. Just leave this one alone. Yeah, I just guess like I just don't know why this is even on their on their radar. Right. Cause I'm telling you, you talk about a shit store, man, they gonna have people on the doorsteps for the next fucking week to weeks, uh, the future weeks, you know, they keep fucking around with women because we keep telling y'all, stop telling a woman what to do. Give the woman the choice to do whatever. Well, if a woman was raped or whatever the fuck the situation was, if she don't want to have a kid, then she don't need to have a kid. And they jump down a pig and say, oh, well, it's homicide, it's murder. Because you say people that's over here talking about homicide and murder, y'all having kids and they take care of it. That's homicide too. It's a society. Come on, come on. No, Prez, come on. Hey, man, you talking good, man. Keep on talking. Hey, Prez. Hey, <laughs> keep on talking, Prez. You know what I'm talking about, Jules. You can't sit over here and be in that glass-ass house talking about some, this person's a murderer. Look at the monsters that are in your household. Maybe mm. you should have aborted. Mm. Ooh. Well, that's fire right there, boy. Hey, Prez. Hey. I, hey, that's the hey, that's the show, man. I mean, I don't know what to say on that one, man. <laughs> hey, you saw me. Hey, you, hey. I don't know. Dude, but you're right. But you're right. No matter how you look at it. If you have the baby not doing nothing, then they're going out there causing the chaos and destruction. Hell, it's just it's just as worse, ain't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but we're talking about decisions. We're talking about the human a human being that want to make a decision for herself. Right. How does the government can say no to come and step in saying, well, no, you can't have that decision? But it's, it's your body. Is, 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 is the government their father or something? Like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Right. So, I. And also, too, Jules, before we get out of here, think about okay. this. If y'all going to outlaw abortion, mm-hmm. then what do you think is going to happen? You go down force women to turn to unsafe practices to try to terminate pregnancies. You're going to have these back alley ass abortions and shit. People are going to be harming their bodies, probably dying because of this. Right, right. So, like, what's their goal here? What is this? That's Prince. That's why I'm like, it's something more than just Roe or Roe v. Wade, because there's nothing wrong with it. You only need to revise this. No. And then you already have individual states like Chicago, uh, Illinois. Uh, Prisca said, J- just in case, still Illinois, still you, you're not. You, you don't have to worry about if you know, as far as abortion anything like that. You're not substance under that uh that law that rule you're you know saying you're, you're okay you're safe just like california and some other some other states mm-hmm. but for the for the states that that uh or yeah for the states that don't have that who goes let's just say if it, it get return it, it revised and what you just talking about uh prayers that these ladies were going to go to these states seek uh, seek abortion or back alley abortion you, you kind of 
rewriting, you know, saying rewriting history when you do that, because that's what they used to do back in the day before they had Roe v. Wade. That's they used right. to go in the basements and, uh, you know, other other part other means of aborting a baby, but end up, you know, risking their lives and end up dying. That's right. Um, the World Health Organization estimated like thirteen percent of maternal death is on unsafe abortion. Thirteen percent. See, that's, so, that's insane. That's insane. So you think about those numbers. That's probably what for every hundred thousand unsafe abortions was that probably what I don't know the math thirty five yeah. forty. Yep. Oof. Yeah. So yeah, be up, be up, yeah, be about thirty women, about thirty, maybe a hundred thousand unsafe abortion. It, it, right. So those are things that you got to look at. That's taken to account, man. You got to just leave us, man. Just leave us alone. I, 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 hell, hell. I can't tell them what to do now. They tell myself. Shit, talk that talk, dude. Talk that talk. <laughs> talk about what the, no, you ain't gonna do something. Yeah, all right. yeah, all right. <laughs> You better go sit your ass down and watch some TV, Jules. Yes, dear. <laughs> man, women out here crazy now. Like, what the, wait a minute. The, like, what the, you say to me? Right. I, I can't do what? <laughs> yeah, all right. Watch me. <laughs> but I think that's a great thing because women should be like, they, they should be standing up. But also, too, Jules, we should be standing up right alongside them with this whole thing because – it's no different than how you and I were talking about how African-American African American, and people of color, the LGBTQ community, they all need to have their rights. Well, women should also have their rights as well. I mm. think that we should all be coming together. And this is why I don't like the divisive nature of our world, Jules, because instead of different sides, all like, well, this is what I want for my side of people. No, all of our groups collectively should come together. Could you imagine the power, man, if we collectively came together? Oh, man. Can't stop it. See, they don't want that shit. That's why they want us to divide. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we get distracted. And that's all it is, man. Don't let these folks distract you. Keep your eyes on the prize. What do I always say, Jules? We know who the enemy is. Let's stop pretending. Let's stop pretending like we don't know. Mm -hmm. Come on, y'all. Wake up. Jules? Go ahead with that curb call. Press. This curb call goes out to Amnesty International. Amnesty International is the key in the fight to ensure that women's rights are human's rights. We are all entitled to human's rights. For many years, rights movements have found hard to address this inequality. Campaigning to change laws or taking to the streets to demand their rights and respect it. During these times, we must continue to support organizations like this that are doing the much-needed work for change. Amnesty International, President I, and Pulling Back the Cur Curtain Podcast family, would like to salute you and appreciate all your hard work. Hey, Jules, appreciate that curtain call. Audience, as always, we appreciate your continued support of this platform. We're the Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast. We appreciate you listening, and we are out.